Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live from New York, it's the show that is running an active test on rest versus rust. Oh, it's first things first. Today, Dak has his eyes on a Super Bowl. But is that really the standard in Dallas? We discuss. Meanwhile, his former teammate finally gets a chance to play with America's team. How will Zeke fare with the newly christened Alabama Mac? And finally, a Mahomes incompletion that is impossible to defend. Alongside Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick, yeah. what was your 10-second take on this play? Well, I'll be honest with you. I hadn't seen it from that angle until you showed it to me today. I am fascinated by how fascinated Kevin Wilds is by this because he's the one who put it in the show amazingly. Can't defend yeah, it. Yeah. You, that's, you your guy, that's your team. That's, old, stop that's my guy. But right, your no, you guys, we're off to a hell of a Max. start, gentlemen. Max. <laughs> we start with Rodgers. Oh, no, line. I don't know. Um, you wrote that? Well, first day back. Everything's going swimmingly for the Jets except for the work-in-progress O-line. In a recent Hard Knocks episode, Robert Sala said, you can have a Hall of Fame quarterback, uh, you can have two $10 million receivers, you can have your iPhone on during the show, and none of it matters until the big guys up front change who the blank we are. We as coaches, we as an organization, can't want it more than you. Whoa. Oh. Here's Rodgers last week on his offensive line. It's a work in progress. You know, I think, uh, I feel like it was Rich maybe asked a question about the continuity of the guys playing together. Um, and I was thinking maybe we'd start to figure some stuff out. Obviously, it hasn't happened yet. There's jobs up for grabs. Whoever's in there will make it work. But at some point, we're going to have to figure out who those five are and give us at least a week to to uh, get used to each other. <laughs> Give it a week. Yeah. Give it a week. Uh, will the Jets' O-line doom their season? Well, it's certainly the leading candidate, but it's not the only candidate. The, the first guy we heard from didn't hear from the quote. He could. The, wow. co the coaching could. Wow, you're not a fan of Robert Sala. I mean, I, I, he seems like a really good guy. I have no reason to believe he's a good head coach. We have no evidence of it. We have none. There's Last no. Last year? There's no. No, I, I did a pretty good job. I thought, he did a I thought he did a fine job. Okay. But that's this. So he said one bad season, one fine season. I'm saying the, the let's say the jury is out on their head coach. Sure. I think that is fair. And I'm leaning towards, from what I've seen from him in game, not, not overwhelmingly impressive. The aging quarterback coming off the worst year of his career, coming off an injury, that could doom their season. The fact that they seem incredibly reliant on one, one, Great skill position player on the entire team. That could doom their season if a guy suffers an ankle sprain. They have one established 
excellent skill position guy, Garrett Wilson. That's it. What's this confused on? Who's the second? Who's the Didn't second great one? Didn't they just sign Dalvin Cook? Okay, all right. Well, we'll he's get not, to Dalvin I'm Cook. not saying he's what he was two years ago, yeah. but he is very good. Okay, well, the whole league had access to him. For it's until, a running back. But, they don't want to overpay him. Okay, so that that's fine. If you think Dalvin Cook is a great player, I don't. Very I said, good. okay, well, I said they have one great skill position player, happens to be a second-year player. And then there's the offensive line. Which is an obvious disaster. Yeah, it seems like it. The offensive line, who Makai Becton is right now, who was drafted to be their left tackle, playing right tackle with the second stringers. Because they, Robert Sala said last week, I don't think it's fair to make him a starter until we know he can play an entire game. Seems like a problem. Their left tackle is Dwayne Brown, except right now he's not because he's 38 years old and injured. So they're alternating left tackles. The right tackle, who's the most talented offensive lineman on the roster, has played one game in the last two years, basically. He is their backup. They have a good guard. And their coach and quarterback are already signaling the alarm. These are all problems, Brew. And I know they're your Jets, Bruce Jets. No, they're Bruce not my Mets. Jets. I'm Pretty just soon, a little Bruce more Mets. optimistic than you. What? No, I'm just. I, I, I do agree that the offensive line is the biggest problem. Okay. All right. I think the second you kind of alluded to this because you guys know I'm a little. I'm high on Rodgers. Yeah. But that is a question mark. Like that's the second question mark. Yeah. Who is he? Is he the guy from two years ago or close to that? Or is he the guy from last year and close to that? Yeah. So. Those are issues, but I'm going to say that the offensive line will not doom them. All right, Makai Becton, the dude is getting on my nerves, but he did at least play in the last preseason game, and he played like 20-something snaps, which was was a plus for them. I get it it was with the second unit, but still, I I wouldn't be surprised if he starts on Saturday because they got to get him in there. With the starting line, I'm not saying he's going to be their starter, but I want to see what he can do with those guys. Mm -hmm. Dwayne Brown, I get it. The age is like his 16th year. Yeah. But he'll be back. And I love Dwayne, but he's one of the the oldest players in the league. Right. Could be a question. But I think, look, I think the offensive line will be better. All right. They've been banged up. They haven't been able to play together. I think Rodgers, with his quick release, obviously smart. I think he'll make them better. Look, Joe Burrow, and he's better than Rodgers right now, we believe. I mean, unless Rodgers really bounces back. But he's been able to do it with the poor offensive line the last few years. So I think Rodgers playing close to what he was two years ago will be able to be okay with it. And I totally disagree with the, your assessment of their skill position players. Garrett Wilson, yes. He's the, guy, great. he's the great player I'm talking Lazard about. Lazard is a good number no, two. Saying, but he's saying he's a great. Number two. He's no, saying, I'm just saying, you got one great receiver, and then you got a couple of good ones. McCole Harmon is, is solid. What? And, and then Brees Hall might be special. Uh, Brees Hall. So you got two. Him and Dalvin Cook is a nice running back so team. The, the, if I may, just real quick, and I'll, we'll, I'll leave the Dalvin Cook stuff for now. The, the, every other team that we talk about, it is not because they have, I shouldn't say every, they, they have one skill position guy that you can trust. The Eagles, what do they have? They have two number one receivers. The Niners have 
two number one receivers and Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle. And Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, I said McCaffrey. We know what the Bengals have. The Chiefs are almost in a separate category because they have just the one, but the quarterback is so much right. better than everybody mm-hmm. else. The, the, the Chargers have two excellent receivers and just drafted. One. Yeah, and they're in trouble too, by the way. Yeah. The, the Bills, by the way, are in trouble We're too, and most people expect most people expect Josh Allen to be better than Aaron Rodgers this year. And the Bills are in the Jets division, the team that one of the team they're chasing. Like I, I just don't, I don't understand. When we have seen Russell Wilson change teams and fail, Deshaun Watson change teams and fail, Matt Ryan change teams and be out of the league, Philip Rivers change teams and Tom be out of the Brady. league. Tom, yes, Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers is not Tom Brady, but he's closer to Brady than he is to any of the guys you mentioned. I disagree. I do not think that that Aaron Rodgers is closer to Tom Brady than he is Philip Rivers or Matt Ryan. Tom what? Brady. What do you mean? In terms of histo- historical achievements, he's not further away from Philip Rivers. Than I think Tom time. Brady has, has so far lapped the field on everything when it comes to historical achievements and but when it comes to But don't you have Rodgers? Is he in your top five? Top ten. Top, top ten. But holding Rivers off. Rivers nowhere near that. Yes. I, 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 Agreed if we were listing out quarterbacks, one through 50, there's a smaller gap in number between Brady and Rodgers than Rodgers and Rivers or Rodgers and Ryan. What I'm saying See is... That intelligent to, Tom, way he admitted I no, was right. No, well, it's, it's a matter of perspective. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just think, I think that what will an aging Aaron Rodgers look closer to, an aging Phillip Rivers, an aging Big Ben, an aging Matt Ryan, Big Ben didn't have changed teams, mm-hmm. or the one guy who broke all of the rules and records Montana for aging played quarterbacks. Well with a new team. He, Kansas City, they didn't win it. No, of course. And by the way, well. so Peyton Manning played well with a new team. Yeah. I'm not saying it's never been done. I understand that. But I just don't get the overwhelming optimism. Last year, total sacks. Eagles 1, Chiefs 2, Patriots 3, Cowboys 4, Week 6, 4, 3, and 2 for the Jets. It's not going to be good. Despite it all, Roger's still super optimistic. Here he is on his future and passing the torch back to Zach. Take a listen. Being able to win here would be really, really special. Um, but uh, why limit it to one? You know, I don't plan on this being a one and done. So uh, I think we're going to be competitive here for a long time. I'd like to be able to play a few good years here and then hand it right back off to Zach and right. let him go for the next 15 and it'd be a really special uh, you know 18 to 20 year run of uh, <laughs> great quarterback play. We're at 20 years at this point. <laughs> uh, how many years do you see Rodgers playing bro? Two. Okay. Period. That's about right. Two. Uh, and, and I would actually go closer to one than I would to three even. Because if he, if he is not the old Aaron Rodgers, he's just an old Aaron Rodgers, then I could see it being one and done. Like, if this year goes really bad, if he's not that good anymore and he's got no protection and they are disappointing, then, yeah, I could see him stepping away after one. What I see happening is him being pretty good, them being pretty good, possibly making the playoffs. And it, let's say they make the playoffs, get beaten the first round. Whatever. Ten and seven, wild then, card, losing round one. Right. Then he's coming back next year, and they're thinking, okay, this is it. This is the year we can win the Super Bowl. They won't do it, I don't believe. And then he might step aside. So, That's what I'm predicting. Listen, Rodgers is an interesting guy in a lot of ways. He's also – it's very difficult to take anything he says at full face value, True. even if in the moment he believes what he's saying. Because, like, to go from 90% mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. retired to eh, could play another half decade with a new team. For the Jets, right? No less. In in less than six months is quite the pendulum swing. So I I think it is. I think two years is his plan with maybe three. Yeah. I also think so. Coach Mangini, once upon a time, was the coach of the Jets. Had a great year and then a tough year, and then they bring in Brett Favre, and they have super high expectations. They're eight and three. Favre gets hurt, and they lose four of their last five, and he gets fired. And Coach Mangini has been very, you know, adamant on this show that he thinks that that same owner that fired him when they brought in a Hall of Fame quarterback with Super Bowl expectations that if this team does not have a great year, the coach will be in the hot seat. So can I just throw a scenario out to you? You oh, I I can see it coming. Go. Okay, so let's say they have very similar to the year Bruce said. Rodgers plays well. Mm-hmm. The defense takes a bit of a step back. Whatever it is, they're nine and eight. They miss the playoffs, but Rodgers does not look cooked, and Robert Sala gets fired. Man, oh man, something tells me that Aaron Rodgers could absolutely go to Woody Johnson and be like, "Yeah, you know, thinking about coming back, thinking about staying, thinking about retiring. You know, what would make me come back." If you guys make sure that head coach search is internal. Yeah. Uh, Nat Hackett didn't get a fair shake in Denver. 100% he has head coaching experience. Really? 100%. I don't want to change the offense. Yeah. This is so if you want me back for a year or two, you know, I signed up to play with Coach Sala. It was all great. You made the choice to fire him. If it, which, and I, don't, I think Sala is on a hotter seat than people expect because there are such high expectations. I absolutely would expect Aaron okay. Rodgers to say, 100% I would. want Nat Hackett to have that job. Let's stay with your scenario yeah. quickly. Which is a great would scenario. Would you do it? If you're the Jets, if you're Woody Johnson. You have to. You would have to. If okay. it's or- I would do it. Or- I would do it. You would have to. That's my point. It might or only be that, a year. Right. But I would if it's that do Aaron it. retires. Yeah, okay. If he had played okay. well this year yeah. and they just, you know, it doesn't go great or they right. maybe they have some some game management gaps like I thought the Jets had last year and it's like, okay, Salah's not the guy. Again, I'm not advocating for Nat Hackett over Salah, but I feel like Aaron Rodgers has made it very clear there are a few people in this world he loves and respects more than Nat Hackett. And if he's about playing he's multiple fun, years, I, that's something I just feel like mark that down. I feel like the Nat Hackett uh, getting a second chance, thanks to Aaron Rodgers, is more than on the board. Dalvin mm. Cook excited to be on the Jets and didn't need much recruitment. Here he is on Aaron Rodgers. Take a listen. Being on the other side of that for the last six years, you know, I couldn't be on the other side no more. So it was just like being a, I got the chance to go join him and, you know, you know, help him win, win again. You know, that was that was a big thing to come, come over here. He didn't necessarily recruit me. Um, we had conversations, you know, which I wouldn't speak on. But he don't he he don't gotta recruit. His game recruit itself. Like like Aaron is Aaron. Like if you don't want to be a part of something like that, I don't know what it is. You know what you want in football. Okay, brew your reaction. Well, look, I I like it. I love it. I mean, I know you wanted him too. No, yeah. I didn't. We specifically didn't put this in the show. They're like, Wilds, what if the Patriots miss out on Dalvin? I was like, whatever. What? I was like, what? It was a big whatever. I can't believe how down Nick is on Dalvin Cook. And I'm not saying he's a top four running back in the league. Mm-hmm. But Dalvin Cook is legitimate. And Brees Hall... Looked great last year until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. So it gives you time that to make sure like. he gets back, it, you know, it, to full strength. Letting not having to rush Brees in. I it, like that. He's, he can run. He can catch. Like, I, I think this is great. Now, I do think that 
the Jets are fringe contenders. We haven't made our picks yet. It's still going to be tough to pick who Prediction makes the playoffs week, next week, guys. Yeah, out of that that division. But look, let's say they get to the playoffs. If you get to the playoffs in the AFC this year, you're a good team. And I wouldn't pick them as a favorite. I like several teams better than them. But if they get to the playoffs, that means they've been playing good football. And you've got Aaron Rodgers, a Hall of Fame, Super Bowl He's winning known for quarterback. Great playoff runs. Well, you know, I'm I'm down. I think they're yes. cap in my. I would pick against them probably in the conference finals if they got there or championship game. But they are a fringe contender. If you get in the tournament yeah. with Aaron Rodgers as your QB, you got to be taken seriously. Okay, the Jets are exactly what they were before they signed Alvin Cook. So if you had them as legit Super Bowl contenders before, then they still are. If you didn't, then they're I not. I tend to. And agree I think with that. here's I tend the thing about any, but it's a good signing. Almost any August. NFL signing, it's the football version of NBA buyouts. It's big names. think it's going to tilt a championship picture, and they almost never matter at all. The Kevin you don't Love think it's different is, now with running backs? No, Because running backs no, just aren't getting paid. I understand that, but you could, you could not get paid months ago. I mean, I think the same. He Genevion, was waiting to see. Genevion he thought Clowney. he was going to get money. Oh, did you see he signed this week? Clowney. For a number one pick, Zeke. We're going to talk about him oh, later in the show. Uh, you, you, yeah, I heard we'll you bring up that. on America's Favorite Podcast this morning, the Patriots, one of their big players, oh, Trey Flowers. Flowers. Yeah. He signed for $1.3 million in August. Miles nah, Jack signed in August and retired in August with the Philadelphia DeAndre Eagles. Hopkins the, couldn't have helped. Couldn't have, I don't know if he was late July. The, the, I think that he was July. I'm not sure. Regardless, I, I don't think, again, I think, NFL signings at this stage, there is the rare one, like uh, there was a $10 million, I think it was, was it Robert Quinn, I'm not sure, there was a $10 million signing, no, uh, it was in Gakwe, I think, recently, where it's a guy who clearly was either dealing with a health thing or whatever, and there was big money waiting mm-hmm. for him. Most of these, they're just not needle movers. And so I think Dalvin Cook's fine, but I don't think it's a needle mover in any direction. Uh, finally, Je- uh, Rodgers will start the Jets' final preseason game against the Giants on Saturday. He hasn't played in a preseason game since 2018. He has been doing a lot with the headset. He's actually a sneaky good announcer. Uh, Nick, do you like this idea? Yes. Him suiting up. Yeah, listen, folks, I- I'm not trying to sound like a homer here. Just do what the Chiefs do in training camp and preseason. Who runs the hardest training camp in the NFL? Andy Reid. There's been a bunch of articles written about it. Who plays as starters throughout the preseason? Andy Reid. How do the Chiefs do to start every year? Ah, uh, they're five and zero. Oh. Yeah. oh, it's because Patrick Mahomes. I mean, they, yes, they were five and zero oh last year. Alex Smith started. They have not lost a Week One game in nine years. Guys, Patrick Mahomes only started for five years. The the idea, I, it became more in vogue. I think McVay really got the ball rolling on, and then others of you know what. It's preseason, play your starters, none at all. It, it's, it's the ultimate preservation, all of it. The, that has not been merited out by what works. What mm-hmm. we always see and what do we hear about it during the first month of football? Well, September is really the preseason now, yeah. right? You hear that like, oh, the defense is way out of the offenses. Teams are sloppy, except for the few teams yeah. who, you know, when their preseason was, the preseason. Yeah. Bad tackling. Yeah. Well, we haven't been tackling. Yeah. Right. So, Look, so I think it's a good idea. I'm in agreement. It is a great idea. Look, it, for all the reasons you said, but also because – this is new for Aaron Rodgers. 
I get it he's a veteran and all that, but it's a new team. The offensive line has not been together. We don't even know if they'll be together Saturday, but you hope that they can at least put that yep. unit out there, get him used to his receivers in game action. We know now they don't hit like they used to. They don't go full bore like they used to. You need to get some real action with your new quarterback. So, yeah, it's a smart move. Okay. Uh, the b- bizarre expectations for the Cowboys next on Sirius XM. Bizarre? And, yeah. FS1. God. Young people. <laughs> Young people. Hey, college football fans. Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Welcome back to an electric show. You know, if you're 28 years old, you've seen a lot of things in your life. The invention and irrelevance of DVDs. (laughs) The iPhone. Kale. Google. Wi-Fi, five presidents and a cloned sheep. And you know what you have never seen? The Cowboys win a Super Bowl. (laughs) But that's the standard in Dallas. Here's Dak. Take a listen. How much does it burn you that all the success you've had, you've only had two playoff wins, and does that drive you? Yeah, a thousand percent. Uh, I mean, I want to win the Super Bowl, and the only way to do that is to win playoff games. And so uh, those two wins aren't going to be enough, and it's not just going to get another one. It's about... Uh, stringing three, three or four together to make sure that we're playing in the Super Bowl and winning what uh, we we hold as our expectations and what all these fans have as our expectations. And that's the standard when you wear this star. And so uh, it's, a, it's a high standard, but we love it, we embrace it, and that's why we just got to lock in and just take it day by day and just make sure we're making the most of each day that we're blessed to have. A bandaged Greg Jennings is here. Greg, welcome. <laughs> Somehow still look awesome. Uh, The question will go to you, Brew. Is Dak setting the bar too high? Dak gets it. All right, Dakota Prescott gets it. Setting the bar too high? He's not even setting the bar. He's responding to the bar that's already been set. Okay. Period. He said, when you wear the star, it's Super Bowl or bust. Period. Nothing else satisfies. Nothing else is okay. Nothing else provokes praise or fuzzy feelings. It is about Super Bowl. They're like, look, 
when the Lakers play, oh, last year was fine. Yeah, we made the conference finals. Oh, that was good. No, you don't get praise. The Lakers it is about winning the Super Bowl it, or winning the NBA Finals. When the Yankees, Six. the Yankees haven't won it since 2009. Yeah. But it is still World Series yes, but or they bust. have won five since the Cowboys have won one. The Lakers have won six the since the Cowboys. Yeah, None of that. that with here, here's why that doesn't matter. Okay. Because the owner mm-hmm. that got you three, uh-huh. three of your five, yeah. That owner's still there. Okay. And that owner's still running his mouth every preseason talking about we're going to win the Super Bowl. Look, if it was a – I don't even know if this would matter, but it might if it were a different owner. A new owner comes in, okay, it's a different era. But this is the same guy that got you three quick – Who owns the the Bulls? The Bulls are not – I, as much as Michael Jordan did for yeah. them, they are not the Lakers. No, I or, right, or they, even the Celtics okay, to some on. degree. But the Bulls, it's finals right. or bust. You don't get anything in the in the rafters for making okay. it to the conference championship. Okay. So here's the thing: what would success this? Year? I understand that you could say for every team it's Super Bowl. No, bust. it's not. But, but what would, would this year would making the conference championship game? Be a successful season for the Seattle Seahawks. Yes. Of course. You know what Seattle Seahawks last year? They made the playoffs like Dallas last year. How many year, Super Bowls have they won? Well, they've won Two. one. Well, well in the more recently. Were they yes. ever, were they ever called America's no, team? No, but that, I don't give a damn about the marketing. Do we talk about the Wait Seattle freaking right, Seahawks Wait a second. when they are no good? Hold on We a talk second. about the Cowboys even if they win that's, three games. That's right, but that's the fact that they are the most discussed does not mean that changes what success is. The Ravens have won two Super Bowls mm-hmm. since the Cowboys last played in the conference championship game. Would they, they have a great quarterback. Would they making the AFC title game be a success? Yes. The, the, every team in the league. I don't know if they would Except that way. for Kansas City, Cincinnati, Philly, and San Francisco. Philly? And ma- yeah. Because they, they got their last. Hold on. They, they, they were the in the Super Bowl one. last year. If they so went to the NFC championship they would feel like lost. They, they feel like it was disappointment. Eh. There are those four teams, and maybe some would be able to say Buffalo Baltimore's as well. I happy if they get beat in the conference man, finals. Every, I mean, nobody's happy no. after you lose. Yeah. But, but, but is they it a got successful a, They have season? a great, we think would, a great quarterback. Would, we would say that is the furthest. Any time that your team with that coach and quarterback get the furthest they've ever gotten, it's a success. And for for to say the Cowboys would be are disappointed at anything short of it, we don't know. Because they haven't experienced anything past round two in almost 30 years. So, like, it, go ahead, Greg. But yeah. it's just. So, naturally, everybody's going to set the bar mm-hmm. the as Super, high at, yeah. at Super Bowl. The but Lions are. Realistic. Well, the Lions are. Yeah, I know. Possibly but I have a chance. Yeah. About week one. But Agreed. realistically, when you talk about the Dallas Cowboys and their lack of success in the postseason, the bar, even though it had been Super Bowl, it is no longer Super Bowl. That is the goal for them. Correct. But the vision of how they get there, it's, it's through Dak. But for me, it has to be proven every single year. And how you prove it is you get better every single year. The expectation for players, coaches, is to improve every single year. The Dallas Cowboys, if they are to improve this year, that is success for them, period, because they have not achieved what the ultimate success is in over 25-plus years. Brew, I understand. You would be right if they were like they were in 1991. 
right? When they had Aikman is young and Emmett Smith is young and Michael Irvin is young. You're young guys who are talented but unproven. Getting to the conference championship, That's what they are. that would be great. Dak's not young. Dak is a veteran. The He's defense, clearly unproven because we're asking him to prove himself nah, every you, single you year. You said he was elite two yeah, weeks I, ago. I did. So and I, did just, I not come he, back he, he on this show and retract that statement? He pulled it back so hard he dislocated his elbow, just, guys. Tony Pollard <laughs> is kind of proven now. Right, sure, but they, their uh, defense the is young. The de- Michael Parsons young, and Diggs Trey, is young. But they're, they, they've been guys that made several Pro Bowls. Like they, yeah. Mike is arguably the best defensive player in the league. Like, they have enough. It, I'm telling y'all, it, look, look I, I hear you as far as a rational statement. If they get to the conference championship game it's a great and year. lose, of course it's like yeah, that was a, a solid year. year. Mm-hmm. But it's different in Dallas, man. I'm it's not, you. though. It is. The, okay. They. Okay. Why do we talk about them because all the they time, have the most even fans, if they're not and good? They're the biggest, and they're the, they have the most fans. Yes. That doesn't. Yes, that, like the Lakers the volume and the of fans does not change what is or is not a successful season. That is not how it works. They they are a national team. Yes, they are that nobody you and are. every <laughs> national team it is championship or bust. There's no bust. <laughs> what does the There's, bust mean? What does the bust mean? It means broke. it was a disappointing season. Okay. You think Dak Prescott this deep in his career? Okay. If he gets doesn't get to the Super Bowl. No, it was I a great think, year. No, what I think is every guy that loses right after the season is sad. Of course. And then a few weeks later, you take an inventory and you say, good year, bad year, flat year. Did we go in the right direction, the wrong direction? How are we looking? And if you, at the end of the year, you're like, hmm, this team played later than we have played since Bill Clinton was a first-term president. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think it's pretty good. If I, Dak Prescott, an aging quarterback, we we played later in a season than since I was wearing a diaper, I think we, it was a good year. That's what I it's think. It's not a good year. Okay. We're, we're not going to agree. Jerry kind of agrees with us, bro. Here, here's Jerry oh, does he? on the years of coming up short. In a very Giannis-like quote here, I know how hard it is to win one of those, a Super Bowl. You shouldn't give up the ghost because you fall short in a highly competitive league. Just because we haven't won it in so long doesn't make what we've done meaningless. Yeah, people are going to make fun of him. Everybody gave Giannis the Nobel Prize for wisdom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's no losses. No They're failures. just lessons. Um, so you th- oh, here's no. what I think. I think that Jerry needs to come to terms with this. The Cowboys have been... In the last, since they last were in a Super Bowl, so over the last 28 years, they have the fifth highest winning percentage in their conference. That's decent. The problem is this graphic, and I'll show it to you, which is those other teams in the top five, <clears throat> what they have and what Dallas doesn't. Those other teams, three of them have won a Super Bowl. Three of them have been to three Super Bowls. All of them have been to three or more conference championship yeah, Vikings. That's the, yeah, shocking. Yeah. Shout out, Vikings. Uh... And the problem for Dallas is it's not just lack of playoff success. It's that they are memorable choke jobs. Whether it was individual, it was the Romo snap. Right. We all remember that. Yep. They were 13-3 and at home against a Giants team who people didn't believe in the quarterback yet, the 07 Giants. They, they lost that game. They got annihilated by 41-year-old Brett Favre's Vikings or 40-year-old Brett Favre's Vikings. They, th- th- there was the Des Caudet game. 
They lost to Jared Goff in the playoffs, and then back-to-back kind of cartoonish ways to lose to the Niners. Mm-hmm. Like that's, So it's, they, they are a well above average team throughout the course of the year over these last 30 years almost who just finds new and inventive and embarrassing ways to lose in the playoffs. Yeah, Jerry is right. Like, you don't give up the ghosts, as he alluded to it. Like, you can't because he's experienced it. He is the one guy that we talk about on this team that has experienced winning a Super Bowl, multiple Super Bowls. And so for that, yeah, you can't let that feeling go. But for these guys in this locker room, they, they've not experienced it. They want to experience it themselves. They don't know what the ghost is. They don't know what they're ch- – they only know what other teams have won and how they have had parades and what the expectations are, not the standard. It's an expectation that your owner has placed on you guys because of what he experienced. The only way you can, you can place expectation is when you have experienced it. If you've never experienced it – or I'm sorry, the only play, way you can place standard is when you have experienced it multiple times. You, can't, you can place expectations on anybody, but they will fail. They will achieve them. They will fall short. They will succeed. It's a matter of how they take on it. For I, me, the Dallas Cowboys just aren't that team in the postseason to get it done, and primarily because of the quarterback. I disagree that if you haven't experienced something, it can't be a standard. When Michael Jordan showed how great he was, the standard before he won a championship, same for LeBron, became you got to win a championship. If you're that good, and I get it, Dallas hasn't been recently, but the team is talented. And I cry foul on you, Wilds. What did I do? For that little quote, Dusty, that you left out oh a God. part of that quote what? from Jerry Jones. Oh Dusty. We got Here it is. Here's the second part. And I think this year we're in better position to win it than we have been in years. We have the team and we have the quarterback. I mean, so he has not dropped his expectations one iota. <laughs> He's still talking Super Bowl. Like a mic drop moment. <laughs> He's, still, <laughs> He's still talking Super yeah, of Bowl. Of course. He's had the quarterback for... <laughs> All he does I, you that all, quote looked like oh Jerry's coming It looks like the one from last year. It looks Jerry's like the one from the year before. That's all That's he's why gonna... the bar is Super Bowl <laughs> or bust. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> I'm not even saying it's Super Bowl or bust for the Patriots. For the, we won six the Patriots, Super Bowl. I know you like to call them America's team. They're not. Well, they are for two generations. They've been, of been 13 They've been to 14 conference title States. games since the Cowboys. MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep, Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody, not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Check in on the 49ers quarterback situation. We're 7-1 as a starter when he didn't need surgery. Out here looking like Greg. Brock Purdy is back. <laughs> Same surgery. <too. laughs> yeah, here's Kyle Shanahan. He's just been doing a good job in practice. He's been, you know, when we started out, I didn't think I'd go to the third game, but um, just after the week of practice, I wanted to get him out there with the starters, most of them at least, and try to, the goal was to get him one drive. Uh, I told him if we went three and out, I wasn't sure what I would do, uh, but I was glad they got a long one. I thought he did real good. I mean, all the plays that he had, he, he made, and uh, I don't think he had a bad one. Yeah. Do you expect Purdy to have another monster year? Kind of uh, I reject the premise. I, I don't think he had a monster year last year. Uh, he had he quarterback he had wins were unbelievable. Yeah. I, I, again, I, the, it, it was if we had set up in a lab an experiment, it's like, hey, what if we really wanted to test out how much the Kyle Shanahan offense and those weapons could do with you know any quarterback that you could draft? And then you dropped in the last quarterback drafted and added Christian McCaffrey. It's like, oh! can do pretty well. We would have had it. Instead, people are like, nope, must just be another diamond in the rough. It's unbelievable. But here's why. I Because there's one chart. Brew, you're a facts guy, yeah. right? Yeah, Not I'm a feelings guy. Okay, that's fine. Uh, here's Brock Purdy's passing chart from last year. Tell me if anything stands out. Tell me. Does it, do you think, like, defenses have looked at this? Like, hmm, is there a spot on the field he likes, Wilds? Well, why don't they guard it? The then? left? Well, so it's funny you say that. They, <laughs> the, okay, is there a spot on the, the field, great. more importantly, he can't go to? The whole right side? Well, because the left side's wide open, the, the so ca- I'm not going to pass The Cowboys' playoff game, if you look at it, this courtesy next gen, they have it too. They took away that left side of the field, made him throw right, and that's why he struggled. The team scored 19 points, one offensive touchdown courtesy. I think McCaffrey, that's it. Now have a whole offseason. He's their unquestioned number one starter. He's going to be the guy, and he's coming off the same surgery that has Greg in this cast. And no, I don't think he's going to have a monster here. I don't. Well, and the I premise don't... is he can't throw to one whole side of the field? The premise is that he is right now was being spoon-fed by the Shanahan offense and their skill position guys, and that he is comfortable throwing in on one read in one direction. And that that is why he's a limited player that went the last pick of the draft. And now with a full, a full year for everyone to prepare for it, he's going to struggle. Okay, you yeah. asked for facts. First yeah. of all, Nick Mullins. Quarterback okay. in the NFL. That's fine. They didn't have these players, Brew. They didn't Shannon. have Christian McCaffrey. They didn't have Kyle Samuel. That's fine. They I don't just got have, Christian I don't McCaffrey have, yes. halfway through last year. The entire Jimmy, time Brock Purdy was starting. he did well there. Yeah. He's, you know, nobody. Every single star. game of Brock Purdy's career. C.J. Beathard. I don't want to talk about these guys. I'm, I'm just saying, you said literally any quarterback. With these guys, With Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and then add Christian McCaffrey. How's Trey Lance? How'd he do? He played what one saw, game, but he didn't light the world he on fire. His He's there in practice. Okay, what do you expect from Purdy? I, and I do agree. Here's what I do agree with you: Monster is a tad high. Okay. <laughs> monster year is monster year makes it seem like he's gonna be a top five. Yells at me well, and then I'm, he's not, like, but I'm, no, I'm saying that, but I'm saying, can he get them to the Super Bowl? He's got a shot. Okay, deep playoff run, make a Pro Bowl. He's Make got a, a Pro shot. Bowl. Yeah, he's got a shot in the NFC. Make a Pro in Bowl. In the NFC, absolutely got a shot. Now, here's why. Number one, this dude has poise. Oh. All right, you, you ripped him. He can't throw right, whatever. He led the league with passer rating. His first start is against the GOAT. 
He's staring across the field at Tom Brady. Do you remember that game? Yeah. yeah, he threw two touchdowns. Tampa scored seven points. Yeah. Was he playing he, defense against the GOAT? He beat the GOAT. Okay. All right. First playoff so. game. He throws for more than 300 yards and three touchdowns. First playoff he was great game. In that game. And this year, he's going to be more confident. He's going to be more comfortable in offense. You're right about you, you had your graphic. But it, the dude was a rookie. The last man drafted. Yeah. That he's going to improve. Okay. And so I, I think he's going to have a very good year. Monster's I will say high. this. Monster year, I'm not sure he's going to have a monster year. I think he's going to have a good year. Uh, the reason why I don't think he's going to have a monster year is because when you think about how he came into that lineup, you know, he was one of those guys, nobody knew anything about him. So naturally what Kyle Shanahan was going to do was going to put in the system. Yes. Absolutely. What he's coming. So looking at your chart, I don't pay that any attention because they're going to pl- call the plays that he's best comfortable and best suits him so they can have success. The reason why I don't believe that he's going to have a monster year is because when you also look at this team, they had a tremendous amount of respect for their defense. They did. Their offense did. You know what? We don't have to do that much because our defense is that great. Well, what happens in year two is you think that the quarterback is ready to go. You give him a lot more on his plate, and then you kind of press the envelope. He makes a little bit more mistakes. It hurts not only him, it hurts the defense. So I think there's going to be this – this balancing act of trying not to put too much on his plate, but allowing him to continue to make those strides that we saw last year. Cogent analysis. Loved it. <laughs> Appreciate it. It was good. Uh, I would like you to work on some cogent analysis for Zeke, though. Positive stuff only. <laughs> <laughs> Zeke on America's team next. Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. After five years with the Cowboys, Ezekiel Elliott has finally found a home on America's team. (laughs) Twelve touchdowns last year, and Belichick is understatedly excited about his impact for the Patriots. Take a listen. He's only been here two days. We haven't really been able to practice with him. Um... You know, so he had so much teamwork. Uh, but he's done things on his, you know, uh, worked out with the strength staff on uh, Wednesday. Um, so, you know, it's coming along. It's definitely not there yet, but we're getting there. A.K.A. thrilled. Uh, <laughs> Greg, is Zeke a perfect fit with the Patriots? I think he is a perfect fit. Let's go. I told you. I, absolutely. <laughs> when you have Mac Jones at quarterback, and you know you can't just drop back and throw every single down no, because of – the limitations Could. that he possibly possesses, <laughs> and the, you don't want to really just hand over the offense to him. You gotta have a stallion in the backfield, a, a ton of a ton of horses in the stable. Let me say that okay. to support what he possibly can't do. Period. The offense is one is the weakest link on this team. 
Defense is their strength. You got to be able to run the ball. Put Zeke back there with Ramondre Stevenson and the other supporting staff cast. You'll be fine. But the, yeah, it's because Mac Jones is. Boop. Yeah, you're a good last block. Last block. <laughs> it's like you peaked last block. I don't know. What uh, would you want him to say? All right. He is the perfect fit for the Patriots. How many touchdowns did he have last year? Twelve. Yeah. That was good. How, how many running backs had more touchdowns than him? I think three guys. Look, he's perfect for the Patriots okay, perfect. because they are a team going nowhere that's living off their past. No, I disagree. <laughs> that's what it's I think Zeke, that's Zeke the Cowboys. I like Zeke. <laughs> I think goal line, fine. He can score. He can still pass block and all that. But – this is like signing Cam Newton a few years ago. Like, nothing, this is nothing. We liked Cam Newton. Is he better than Ramondre Stevenson? At no, this Ramondre's point? got a different got a different role. I, okay. Like he said, he lot, averaged lots three of yards horses. a carry last year. It's, well, Stallions mean, is great. He's a little too excited about this signing. I, I think it's great. I think I think he's a brilliant player. He's a veteran. <laughs> he's a savvy guy. And I had Josh. You know, I could say, oh, it's twelve touchdowns. He's lost his burst, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone knows that. Josh and I. Guess what we were doing out there, like push a T, grinding. (laughs) (laughs) Grinding tape. Here's uh, some Cowboys numbers on how many times Zeke was, uh, excuse me, Dak was sacked. Zeke on the field and off the field, or just sacks in general because Dak didn't play the whole time. So he's also going to do a lot of pass block, pass blocking, which, uh, you know, Mm. Patriots like. Wow, I don't think I've ever seen a running back. (laughs) Yeah, he's a a good in depth. There's because I went to another level. <laughs> <laughs> in depth. Oh, he lost his burst. He's not that fast anymore. I know that. Yeah. But guess what? Boom. Block from back. Oh, hello. You saw the last Douglas. time he tried the pass pro. In the post okay, that, he's not a center. <laughs> he's not a center. He's not a center, Greg. I'm just saying. <laughs> just just tamp it down a tad. That's all we saw. So what? We got to talk about the Cowboys who won a Super Bowl 30 years ago? Wild. I'm glad that he has a shot to win a Super Bowl this year. Head up to Green oh, Bay. What? A Thank shot? You. Where Jordan Love is locked in on his first start as the real starter. Packers open up the season against the Bears. Here's Jordan Love. At this point, I think I'm definitely ready for week one um, and carry on throughout the season. Um, I think these first two games were a lot of good work. Obviously, getting the practice in uh, with Cincy and with the Patriots as well. Um, but I think you know, playing in that last game would just be getting more reps, just getting more comfortable, seeing new looks, going against a different team. Um, so I don't think it would hurt. Chances Jordan Love has a breakout season. I think Jordan will be good. I think the Packers will be way better than people think. Listen, Jordan Love, we have no tape really to evaluate him on in the NFL. He started one game. He lost Patrick Mahomes. So he joins the club of every quarterback that's ever played Patrick Mahomes. They lose to him. But so that doesn't matter. Here's what does matter. This team has a good running game. Mm-hmm. They have young receivers that should be better. They have the biggest chip on their shoulder in the entire league right now, which is their ex, who they're married to for 15 years, who wasn't that nice the last few years of it, immediately got remarried and is now doing a reality show with his, team, with his new spouse, <laughs> talking about how amazing it is, and then starting saying, we're going to start a whole new family the next five years, the whole thing. So they have all that, they're under the radar, and most importantly, they have the best thing any team can have. Not only a soft schedule, a soft opening. Nice. Can we look at yeah. how this team gets going. Mm-hmm. Bears, Falcons, Saints for the home opener. The Lions at home on a short week. That's a Thursday home game. The Raiders, then a bye, then the Broncos. The Vikings, that home game against the Vikings. 
The Rams are going to be terrible. So here's what I want to show you real quick. Bring up this uh, Brew. Can we show their open versus the Jets open? Uh-oh. Uh, because yeah. I think the Packers could start 4-2. and two. I think the Jets could start two and four, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden headlines are quite a bit different. So yeah, I like the I like the Packers given where the expectations are. I agree. I, look, I, I like what I've seen, and it hadn't been a ton of Jordan Love though. And I I, I think this, Greg, and I get the salary structure can make it tough in the NFL no. today, but I think more quarterbacks would benefit if they sat a year, two, or three like Love and learned the NFL before they're thrown in there. Now, some are going to sink or swim because they're so great and it'll work. But others will never recover from not being ready as a rookie or even a second year. And I think – so I think Jordan's yeah. learned a lot and gotten better, and I think he's going to be I absolutely agree with everything you just said. But for me, I think he's going to have a breakout year. I really do. I think he's going to have a tremendous amount of success. I think that's going to come with some roller coaster rides and some lulls in the season there. But – you think about this has been his team. When Aaron Rodgers decided last, se- last offseason to not show up, he was oh, thrown to right. these guys. Mm-hmm. Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, they've already established a relationship last year. It was like when, when I came into Green Bay, I remember the guy who met me at the drinking fountain and said it's going to be our team in a couple of years. That was Aaron Rodgers. That's because he was the one that greeted me. He was the one who knew down the road there's going to be you and me. That's the same way Jordan Love approached this. And these guys, because of that fracture there, yes, Aaron Rodgers was their quarterback last year. Yes, they wanted to win. But they knew they could never live up to his expectations. He didn't even give them a chance, so to speak. And so naturally, they're like, like we're in because of that guy. They can win that division. I really I like it. I think Greg, two for three in the last two blocks. (laughs) (laughs) More Aaron Rodgers next. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Rogers, again, I wrote this earlier. Oh, no line. (laughs) Everything's going swimmingly for the Jets except for the work in progress O-line. Recent Hard Knocks episode, Greg, here's what Robert Sala said. He put it very poignantly. You know, you can have a Hall of Fame quarterback, two $10 million receivers. None of it matters until the big guys up front change who the blank we are. We as coaches, we as an organization can't want it more than you. Okay. Here's Aaron Rodgers. Take a listen. It's a work in progress. You know, I think uh, I feel like it was Rich maybe asked a question about the continuity of the guys playing together. Um, and I was thinking maybe we'd start to figure some stuff out. Obviously, it hasn't happened yet. There's jobs up for grabs. Whoever's in there will make it work. But at some point, we're going to have to figure out who those five are and give us at least a week to to uh, get used to each other. It's not good. No. No. <laughs> but they... Here's the thing I don't quite get on the the Jets commentary. The off, uh, the, I think a great offensive line is actually slightly overrated in this league. I don't think you have to have a great offensive line. It's nice if you do. 
But I think a disastrous offensive line is the one thing you can't overcome mm-hmm. other than just a truly disastrous quarterback. And so you can overcome a terrible defense to a degree. You can overcome a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But the offensive – everyone knows the Jets' offensive line right now is teetering on disastrous. But that, that is masking the fact they have a ton of other potential issues. We have no idea if Robert Sala is a good coach. We have no idea if Aaron Rodgers is going to be who he was a few years ago or do what most quarterbacks nearing and then at 40 do, which is continue the decline. We have very little knowledge. In fact, we have just the right amount of knowledge about their entire skill position groups, which is they have one great player and a lot of, "Eh, okay, fine. And Garrett Wilson's a great player, and then fine. And Brees Hall was looking like he could be a very good player, but he's played half a dozen games and he tore his ACL. And so a lot of things could derail their season. But, Greg, they have one offense, they have one tackle that you'd be like, that guy can be excellent. He's right now their backup right tackle because the coach says we don't trust him to play a whole game. Dwayne Brown was excellent once upon mm-hmm. a time when I covered him in Houston 10 years ago. Now, and again, I credit to Dwayne for still being in he's the league, but he's also hurt right now. So that's their top two tackles are not even right now their top two tackles. So, yeah, I mean, that, and that would be the biggest, that's the number one thing the Bucks addressed when they brought in Tom Brady. And it's like the Jets went to the airport, packed it, everything. They're like, oh, my God, we forgot our IDs. Oh. Like, uh, trip's going to be hard. I, and so I just don't get it. That's why, for me, this, this is simple. Yeah, the O-line can ruin their season. Will it ruin their season? I, we will see. But that is the one thing that can ruin their season. You said it best. It, it's, it's one thing to have a bad O-line. It's one thing to have a catastrophic O-line. And what we've seen from the Jets, if they don't figure it out, I don't care how great Aaron Rodgers is. Can he cover up some of it? Of course. But they won't be able to open up their offense the way that they would like to. And none of those skill guys that you mentioned and all that Garrett Wilson talk and all that Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook – it won't even get jump-started because the, what starts that is having an offensive line that can hold up. Well, look, I, I, obviously, I, I do think you need a very good offensive line. But great quarterbacks have been able to survive without it. The Bengals got to the Super Bowl, and Burrow obviously was young. And they had a bottom third offensive line. That was line. also the year after he was hospitalized with a broken leg. Right, right. But I'm just saying he, he, he was successful with the bad offensive line. Last year they were even worse. They're like bottom five, and obviously they had some success. I think Rodgers with the quick release, just being smart, they can't be horrible where he's running for his life throughout the game. But I, Brown, I still think, has a year left in him. Uh, and Mekhi Becton – Obviously very disappointed with him. But at least the last preseason game, he played like 25 snaps. Mm -hmm. That's encouraging. If he's got any – because it seems like it's just want to. Like I think Sala was initially – it was pretty much talking to Mekhi Becton. All right, well, Salah also, that can quote. I help you? Can I add something? Salah had a quote last week where he said, I, I think Makai has realized how much he loves football. Yeah. And it was uh, a weird quote. It's like what he, 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 I think he said right. he has just now realized how much he loves football. Because I think they feel like he should be out there playing. And for whatever reason, he just hasn't had that motor. Maybe now he's getting it. I, look, the line could be a big problem. Rodgers could be a problem if he's not what he was two years ago. But I think they'll be able to overcome it. Remember last year when all the reports were, you know what, out of Patriots camp, 
this uh, defensive coordinator as an offensive coordinator, it's not really going well. <laughs> yeah. And I was the one guy, I was like, no, 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 it'll be fine. Belichick's a genius. And then week one and week two, we're like, man, this doesn't seem to be going well. And the whole year, it didn't work. <laughs> that is what is happening right now for the Jets. And when they play, Greg, last year's total sacks, Eagles were one, Chiefs were two, Patriots were three, Cowboys were four. The Jets play. Week six, Eagles. Week four, Chiefs. Week three, Patriots. Week two, Cowboys. So that offensive line, if it is going to be good, suppose it was like Joe Burrow's offensive line. Remember they gave up like 50 sacks yeah. against the Steelers and then they kind of got it together? Right. It's going to happen fast and furious early, and the Jets are going to be in trouble. Quickly, Grit, what do you make of Rodgers not panicking about this? That's a good question. Because I could understand if he was like, look, we got to get this together. Well, I don't think he can panic right now because there's so much good vibe going on. Everything, the offseason, everything has been smooth. They haven't faced any adversity. The first time we heard him mention it was in hard knocks against the the Carolina Panthers. So I think you don't insert panic when you are – looked at as the leader on this team. you got to be calm and steady about what you're doing because you know it's a process. But he also has to address it, and I think that's why we also heard him talk to Makai and say, hey, let's go grab lunch. Right. Let's, 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 get, let's get some time this week because he but, knows i got to get this guy invested. But they won't even put, let Makai Becton be listed as the first-string right tackle because they, they say they're not confident he can make it through a whole game. They say, I mean, this is that's not reporting. That is Salah's quote. Yeah. And so the he he has been a, the top 15 pick that was a left tackle that is being asked to change positions essentially, and is now backing up a journeyman right tackle because they don't think he can make through a whole game. And aside from Elijah Vera Tucker, he's their best offensive lineman. That's a that's not a good recipe. Also, Matt Lafleur said David Bakhtiari not being traded. Oh yeah, that, that too. <laughs> like, yeah, no. And even if he wanted to be traded, not traded. <laughs> uh, despite it all, Rogers is still super optimistic. Here he is on his medium to long term future with the Jets. Take a listen. Being able to win here would be really, really special. Um, but uh, why limit it to one? You know, I don't plan on this being a one and done. So. Uh, I think we're going to be competitive here for a long time. I'd like to be able to play a few good years here and then hand it right back off to Zach and right. let him go for the next 15. And it'd be a really special, uh, you know, 18 to 20 year run of uh, <laughs> great quarterback play. Yeah. So, Nick, we're going to move 2043. Uh, what do you think? Of- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, How many years do you see Rodgers play? I, I think the plan is two. And I think that's the – listen, it, it's very hard to take anything Aaron Rodgers says at total face value. Not, and, again, I'm not even talking about the being misleading in the past. He just seems fickle at times. Six months ago he was 90% playing zero more years. And now he's talking about playing another half decade So potentially. So these are two very extreme things. Uh, I think the plan is to play a couple years. And I think he's made that clear with how he redid his contract, all of that. I think that can change. I would... I, the, I find one year more likely than five. I find one year... I, I find less than one year more likely than five. I think a mid-season I'm done is more likely than five <laughs> oh, years. Five years is, right. is, is, is not happening. And so I think, I think the plan is to play two years. 
I think that, as Greg mentioned, but everything feels good and rosy and sunny right now. And so he's saying all these things. I do think what he said there, to be fair to Aaron, I think what he said about Zach was nice. Yeah, I, think that, I think that he has been, the fact that he's trying to, like, you know, be okay. nice there and promote a guy who's had his confidence shaking is nice, but he's not playing in four or five years. That's, to me, obvious. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the most he plays is he might get the three if all things are trending positively and they're having success. But we haven't seen them play a meaningful snap in a meaningful game. And so, like I said, everything feels so good right now. And the sky is the limit. And Super Bowl is out there still looming. And, and that's our goal. And that's our focus. But until those, uh, those guys start playing against competitive guys and get into this first week of the season and things start to unravel, the tune will change possibly if they have if they don't have success if they have success everything's great everything's great no two years that's it like I I think this year let's say optimistically they go 10 and 7 make the playoffs as a wild card now they're thinking okay next year's the year maybe we got Makai Becton back engaged he had a good year you know next year we'll be even more comfortable in the offense with our guys so that's when they'll go for the Super Bowl they won't win it I don't see, see them winning a Super Bowl with Rodgers then he'll retire and then and next year when they do it Nat Hackett's the head coach they fire solid you brought that up expectations oh, yeah, yeah, and Rodgers says I'll come back but you know who I'd like to be the head coach <laughs> you'd have coach to ever. do it hey he would be. He'd be the, You'd have yeah. to do Nat it. Nat Hackett, redemption tour. Speaking of new teams, James Harden. <laughs> Looking for his When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. James Harden has had an eventful and generally jolly <laughs> trip to China. The one hiccup. Generally jolly. Calling his longtime GM slash collaborator a liar and saying the relationship is beyond repair. Take a listen to back to back quotes. Hiccup. Daryl Morgan is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. Let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. How much patience do you need to have to, to let this play out? I'm just, I'm, I'm been patient all summer, so uh, for me it's just uh, focus on what I can control and that's, uh, you know, working out, staying in shape and uh, getting ready for a good season. Too late to repair the relationship? Uh, I think so. Okay, not great. <clears throat> no, no go, go ahead, bro. Well, when I first saw it, and I think a lot of people probably felt this way, I'm thinking, okay, he, he's referring to when he took the $14 yep. million less last year to sign P.J. Yeah. Tucker and Daniel House, that Maury told him, we'll take care of you financially in the future. Also, not allowed to. Right. I, right. I, I but, think but that's, that's what, what he wanted people to think. That's okay. what I think. Right. Yes. So th- then, though, the NBA opens this investigation. Now, but, let me back up. If that were the case, and when I thought, yeah. okay, that's what he's talking about, I'm like – Okay, he's got no leverage, all right, so it's not the smartest move. But I get that as a man. I gave up this much millions of dollars, yeah. and you told me you were going to take care of me. You did, I, Like, I was like, I get him as a man saying that, even though 
he's painting himself into a corner. Now, today, when the NBA opened the investigation, it was reported that Harden said, I was talking about, about Daryl saying he was going to trade me immediately yeah. after I opted in. That's ridiculous. Like, if you don't have a deal you like, you're not trading yeah. the guy, and it's not against the rules. So Harden, as I said, has really painted himself into a corner because he can't go, he can't sit out. If he sits out 30 straight days, then he doesn't become happy. He can't even go play in China. Right. He can't become a free agent next year. All right. And that the best thing for Harden to do is play. Is play for Philadelphia. Like somehow squash this publicly. Even if you're still upset, squash it publicly, play the best you can. And if you have a great year and Philly maybe does something, goes deep in the playoffs. Someone else might want you, or maybe you get traded. But here's, let me say this quickly yeah. too, Nick. I honestly think they could go about just as far without James Harden as they will with him. So if he want, if he if he goes to camp and acts up, if he, if he, and they could just say, look, stay away ender. until we trade you. I, it, it would be a career, but I think with Maxi, no, I agree with that. I'm saying for James's, for, for, okay, it would, it, you're right. It it, would be you can't quit on three teams in 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 20 in months years, and right. have, have people want to give you a hundred million dollars. This is about money. Right. He's mad about money. And so a lot of this really just irritates me. Okay, first of all, last year when he gave up the money, the NBA investigated it then, if you remember. And what they found was there was no impropriety there, but there was impropriety in premature contact, P.J. Tucker and Daniel House, and the Rockets got, or the Sixers got uh, dinged a bunch of second-round picks, okay? James says this, and this is, I was on vacation, but I saw it, and credit to your buddy Bill Simmons because he tweeted it, but we had the exact same thought process. This whole idea of me and Daryl had a handshake agreement is what, it, to me, he was trying to imply there. What, where in the handshake agreement was you telling every reporter in the world you want to go to the Rockets? Was that part of the agreement when all year we heard on big NBA events, Christmas Day through May, that your plan is to go to the Rockets, how much you love the Rockets, your homes with the Rockets, all of this? So, it, again, I believe the NBA, I believe Daryl, there was no handshake agreement. Mm. But if there was, you know who broke it? James Harden when he tried to leave you for the Rockets. So if you had, as you, to your point right. as a man, we make a handshake agreement, and I see you have broken it, I don't then save you afterwards. But set that aside. The most galling part of all of this is James Harden, after everything happened, opted into this year. That is what everyone needs to remember. James Harden could have been a free agent this year. But don't you think that's the, of all, I, I get what it looks like. That's the one smart thing he's done. He had nowhere to go. Yes, but it's it, it, that is, I understand. He would have been playing for about uh, a few course, million dollars. Of course, but when you do that, you then have to recognize this contract that I am opting in this today to sign, I might have to honor. Well, yeah. The, 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 I might have to honor. And Daryl made it very clear. He went on the radio in Philadelphia after James asked for the trade and said, I, I told him we are going to try to accommodate his request, but we are either to, to, we are either going to have to get back a, a star caliber player or a package of assets to get a star caliber player because we have the defending league MVP and we are in win now mode. He, that's what he said publicly. So the idea that you're going to, the reason it's frustrating to me is, 
is you guys know I like Daryl mm-hmm. and I think he's a very sharp GM. He also has dedicated so much of his career to making James Harden happy. Yep. You think Daryl Morey loved the idea of trading away Chris Paul and multiple first-round picks for Russell Westbrook? No, I don't think he did. You think you think a lot of these things that Daryl has done because James wanted him to do it, and then for it, it, all of a sudden, because Daryl Morey smartly said, "Hmm, I don't think I'm going to give you a max contract this summer." Now he wants to light everything on fire, and for him, Wilds, if he doesn't play hard. In his first he game of no next year, right. he, 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 his, his life of getting big money NBA dollars is over. I know it's on the periphery, but if I'm Embiid is the other tangential story here. If I'm Embiid, I'm like, guys, what's going on here? I got drafted here. I, mean, I embraced the process thing. You, you gave me Ben Simmons, then Ben. It was a mess so with Ben Simmons. So you think you should want out? You blew it with Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Now I got. I like James Harden. He gave me a Rolex. He cheered me on for MVP. And now this is a mess. Like what's going on? How come? What Giannis is just? Oh, yeah. It seems like everything's smooth up in Milwaukee. How come I'm the MVP? Everything's smooth in Denver. How come I'm getting? Jerked around side by all my teammates going. Jimmy wants to Look, be. Some think that that's what's where this is headed with yeah. Embiid. But my thing, my I'm only bad. thing with Embiid is he's been part of the problem. Of course, but that's he also why you like can't you trade James Harden for thirty cents on the dollar I, 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 because I, it, it is it would be the last strike. And next year, Embiid. the teams with cap room, at least at this point, aren't great teams Harden that might not want him either. His NBA pro- no, financial business. He has well. no left. He turned down a hundred and some million from the Nets. Remember, and he was like, it's going to be scary He should have stayed hours. in Brooklyn. Well, there you go. There, they might be, oh, might be hanging a banner. Might be. Might be. Todd Bowles saw a lot of Kyle Trask in the preseason game against the Jets. Trask played that. extra because of an injury oh, to John Wolford. Wolford's Wind, back in tight window, He's okay. Tight window. No, you won't see the tight window. Here's the tight window. Should have been picked by two guys, that one. Well, that's <laughs> secondary. Uh, here's Todd Bowles on who will start week one. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have a timetable on it. We'll name it when we name it. And, you know, we, we feel comfortable with where we're at, so we'll go from there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did, the- that Jets game, did Baker play in it? No. It was on vacation. I didn't. Oh, he didn't play. So they both played in the first preseason yeah, game. Just say it. Only Trask. Well, we, well, we were playing uh, this game. Well, you know, can I just tell you why? Can I tell you when the thing ended? When the this competition ended? When Baker in their first preseason game had this pass, which we can show you. This this pass, which I don't even know. To, I mean, what's that? Tom Brady? I don't know. It looks like it in the Bucks uniform. Just I mean, just a perfect pass to the back of the end zone. We just and showed the Kyle Trask. That, that, hold on, I'm talking about the not, one game where they both played. Why I'm just talking about the one game where they both played. And then Kyle Trask came in the game and did, I mean, kind of similar to what we saw him do somewhat off in Florida. Like, what are we doing? Uh, what are we doing? You have guys open at the top of the screen. Can we show it again? Guy open at the top. Guy open at the bottom. All throw late there and be picked. We know Baker's the starter. Hold on, just look at it. Look at who's open. Why? He's open there. Why? He's open there. I'll go there. Why not name him then? I agree. I do think Baker will end up starting. Yeah. I think they want him to start. It's easier to if midway through the season to bench Baker than Kyle Trask. All this. But why the delay? Because Baker, who looked I, okay in the preseason game. Why is D'Amico Ryan's not named C.J. Stroud the starter? Why, well, why he's guys, a rookie. The, why the, and, and he's been outplayed. Okay, but, but, but Baker is – it's not like Baker is a long-time buck. 
Baker's been there less time than than Trask. Baker has been Trask is more is more tenured than Baker, right? So he's not he doesn't want to just anoint Baker. Baker's obviously a starter. I this is again like last year with the Panthers. Uh Baker argument that you guys somehow yeah, twist around like the one, but six I or seven games. I don't like the games. I don't like gamesmanship. It's not gamesmanship. It is a battle. Mac Jones the starter. Kyle Trask. Well, that's not how we operate. 122 yards and a touch. We'll see you tomorrow. We are back. 